Safety Net Studio presents. Oh, no, I thought it was funny and then I got it even more. Oh, gosh. I'm crying. This show is being broadcast on Treaty 1 territory, the traditional territory of Anishinaabek, Cree, OG Cree, Dakota, and Dene peoples, and on the homeland of the Metis Nation. Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning podcast with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Welcome to a Friday. We're getting into the weekend with some winning, a grand prize draw to happen a little bit later on in the show. Someone's going to win that Soda Stream jet. One more chance for you to get in on that. We'll tell you about that a little bit later on this morning. My name is Dave Wheeler. Jasmine Lane is here. We're going to hear from Tyler Carr early and then not. We'll explain that a little bit later on, too. Hour one, early morning crew. We start right now. Yes, it's Lee from PNP Games. <laughs> oh my goodness, the whiplash between that last song you played and that theme song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a lot coming at you all at once. That's kind of how I felt uh, during the Nintendo Direct yesterday. It was like, whiplash, hit me with this, throw this. Like, oh what What even was all that, Lee? It was so exciting. I was, I was not on the show one week ago <laughs> talking about how Nintendo uh, doesn't really have anything announced on the calendar after July 21st when Pikmin 4 comes out for the Nintendo Switch, available now at PNP Games uh, for pre-order, of course. Uh, but they they came out swinging. So Nintendo Direct is uh, basically a pre-recorded, uh, you know, VOD that they they stream at a certain time or just upload in other in other territories. And it's just the pacing of it. It's meant to be consumer facing because obviously everybody likes to to watch them and speculate and stuff like that. But from a business and professional side of things, it's. It's just the same. They make this one presentation for both. They're not doing stuff live on stage and worrying about uh, hardware accessories malfunctioning. Mm -hmm. They just have this tight presentation, and the one they showed... Oh, my God. It was so loaded with games uh, through the end of the year. Mm -hmm. It is so exciting. Now, Lee, I'm glad you brought that up because... Mm -hmm. Explain to me, and I think this might be the demise of the whole thing, especially after what we saw this year, but explain to me what is the benefit of any gaming company packing up all of their hardware, all of their people, booking flights, and going to something like E3 when they get just as much, if not more, from doing these Nintendo Directs live streams on YouTube? That, I mean, that's just it. That's that's kind of what I was saying last week, all these companies pulling out of E3, realizing that those millions of dollars can just be spent making a presentation like this. And the thing you are trying to accomplish in both cases is just hype, is just pre-book hype. Yeah. It's just, here's the new thing, and it's available now. You can pre-order it. It's coming out in a few months. It's available now. You think, forget about that. Here's another thing, also available for pre-order. Uh, and they, they used to do that on stage at E3 and then have everybody come into the show and play those games. Now... Uh, you know, they can do those things behind closed doors. They can do those things very selectively. Uh, they don't have to worry about things walking away from the show floor or people yeah. taking uh, video or something. It's very, you know, it, they know what they're doing. And even compared to Sony and Microsoft and what they showed, no one does it quite like Nintendo with regards to how they kind of spread the announcements out. And let's get let's get down to them. Please. Uh, you, got, you got Super Mario RPG coming back uh, November 17th. This game was a collab uh, back on the Super Nintendo between Nintendo and Square, uh, when Square was based, not Square Enix, mind you, Square, uh, when they were like, we want our Final Fantasy RPGs to do better in the West. 
Uh, Nintendo's like, let's have a meeting. Let's put Mario in one of those suckers. We'll have the movement in the overworld be based on Mario, so you're still jumping and collecting things, butt stomping, doing all that. But the battle scenes will be Final Fantasy-based, isometric, turn-based game, uh, battle scenes, basically. And then a story to boot. And it's really, as a Sega kid growing up, was one of the games on Super Nintendo I lamented not being able to sit down and play. Because obviously you go to a friend's house for a sleepover, yep. you're going to play Donkey Kong Country or something, yeah. you're going to sit down and play a 30-hour RPG, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's coming back. I'm uh, so excited. It's just... already available for pre-order, $79.99. Uh, I mean, we can talk about all the other things, but the piece that'll resistance here is going to be Super Mario Bros. Wonder, mm-hmm. coming out October 20th, the same day as Spider-Man 2. Uh, so hedge your bets, people. Oh. That's basically like a proxy, oh. proxy war for movies, right? It's just like Mario for Spider-Man, but in video games. Uh, so this is the first time they've done a departure from the new Super Mario Brothers style for a 2D game. Uh, that style has been around since, like, the DS. And I'll be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of the new Super Mario Brothers style, so this was a breath of fresh air. I don't know how you feel about it. No, I, I would I totally agree with you. I was kind of getting, you know, when new Super Mario Bros. came out, it was like, oh my gosh, this looks so good because the graphics are updated. And then it just kind of got a little tired for me because it was the same formula being used over and over. And then as soon as it started and I saw the animation on Mario's face and I saw the in- in- introduction of Daisy and, oh. and all the different weird things that they're doing, that just, it made me smile because I was like, that's why I love Nintendo. This is the animation style I want from them. And, it looks beautiful. Well, and, and time, sorry, uh, not, not to interject, but, but but <laughs> as an old guy, I love the yeah. idea of being able just to pick up a game, play half an hour, 45 minutes with my kids, take turns, rather than, totally. as, as you compared it to, Spider-Man game, where it's a one player, it's submersive, and i got to put hours and hours into this. I just like a pick up and put down. Yep, then, then that's what this is. Yeah, exactly. They got you. Mario's got you. They've been using the same <laughs> voice clips of Charles Martinet, the voice of Mario, for so long in those new Super Mario Brothers movies, uh, or shows, rather, video games even. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when they uh, showed Mario in this and they, they captured the new voice clips, people were like, is Charles Martinet not doing Mario anymore? Oh. And it's been a thing on the internet since yesterday. Uh, but I think it's just that he recorded new voice lines and we're yeah. used to the old ones for so long. I think, yeah, it definitely still gave me Charles Martinet in those clips, but it was just nice. Again, like I said, it's just refreshing to have that new style and that new vibe. It looks so good. They, uh, they also announced a very sweaty WarioWare game called Move It. Uh, that's going to be a you waggling those, those Joy-Cons. We're going to be standing up. We're going to be w- waving our arms. Uh, so look forward to that. It's what Nintendo loves when we're waving our arms. So, the, yeah. of course, we're getting they that. Wanna, they want to get us up off the couch. Yeah. Uh, Pikmin 1 and 2 was also announced uh, to be released on the eShop. Those are GameCube games that are now uh, available on the Switch. A physical version, bundle of both of those, will also be out on September 22nd. Also available for pre-order. They also showed a Princess Peach game. Uh, that will be coming sometime next year, complete with magical girl transformations, but not much else was shown or known about the Princess Peach game. Yo, it looks so. so good, though. You know what this tells me, Lee, and I don't know how you feel about this, but it tells me that Nintendo is not done with the Switch. They are holding on to it. They are still giving us content because a lot of people are thinking, oh, is it too late to buy a Switch? Is it too late? No, it's not. They are still feeding it all the games. Uh, no, this is arguably the greatest Nintendo console ever released. Uh, and knowing Nintendo, there will be some path of backwards compatibility, at least one generation big. Let's let's say uh, it's you know between the Wii U and the Switch, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they have basically re-released every Wii U game on the Switch at this point. True. Uh, give or take. A True. Uh, True. But yes, there's there's no new hardware uh, currently announced. There's nothing I know about. Ear to the ground. People want to say that new Switch is coming, but they've been saying that for. 
four years now. So yeah, and I just think with all, all these all these yeah. new announcements and stuff, it, it doesn't make sense for them to do it right now. So this is a good time to be a Switch owner. Absolutely. So all the games announced that are coming out physically, of course, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, uh, Super Mario RPG, Detective Pikachu Returns, WarioWare, Move It, Star Ocean 2, they showed a Dragon Quest Monsters game, Pikmin 1 and 2 bundle, all of these games are available for pre-order now at PMP Games. Uh, in-store, 915 McLeod, 2609 Forge, 160 Meadowitz, or online at pmpgamesonline.com. All the release dates are on there and pricing as well. Uh, absolutely exciting time. When Nintendo does well, the whole industry does well. It's true. Great. Okay, yeah. Lee. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. And as always, Dave, I have to take him out right, with the right way, right? We Absolutely. Gotta, yeah. okay. No other way. Let's do it. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, guys. calendar it is a christmas gift that we get every year from mama car up in swan river manitoba it is exactly the same one that you may or may not have on your desk or your co-worker has on their desk where it sounds like this every morning when they tear off their their meme of the day if you will and this one for friday june 23rd 2023 the day of my 11th wedding anniversary oh, and the yeah! day before jasmine lane's birthday yeah yours is more important no you're wrong. Just sit there in your wrongness and be wrong. That's, well, if that, if, that, if that doesn't if that doesn't sum up my marriage, okay. <laughs> my wife asked for a gift. She's getting that one framed. Oh wow! Yours. You spoil her. News feed and sports feed coming up here momentarily. We'll get into music news. You can use in some winning on the way for the early morning crowd. First, we get into this. Wait, what? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Have you seen the headlines about uh, all the Reddit drama lately? No. No? You're asking a guy who doesn't go on social media. I thought you perused Reddit every once in a while. Okay, fill you in. So Reddit has been having this problem. They increased their rates for their API, which I forget what that stands for, but it's basically like the AI that controls... Um, moderation within the chat group. So if there's hateful speech or whether or not something gets posted, that's basically what that is. And they skyrocketed the prices of it. So moderators don't want to pay them. And so they have decided to protest by making some subs go black. Um, they've privated some accounts. I know the Winnipeg subreddit was affected by this for a period of time. And... Um, <laughs> Isn't it funny sometimes when you think you're like, I'm going to use my God-given right to protest, and I'm going to I'm gonna private this sub so Reddit stops making money off of us. And then Reddit is like, yeah, no, it's it's our website, bro. You're not going to do that. So uh, the Reddit sub, subs that are still protesting, because there's a few, um, Reddit is not listening to them. They don't care. They're like, this is our rate. Pay it or get off. And they've just started removing moderators from pages so that the pages are visible and up and running again. And I just kind of picture like all of these people like sitting in their like crusty shorts in their mom's basement, like moderating these subs and being like, I'm going to show Reddit. And then Reddit is like, yeah, nobody. You're, you're I don't not. understand. I honestly, I, <laughs> I, I wish I could say I understand. I don't have a clue what you just said, but because I don't understand it, I'm going to take it as offense. <laughs> okay. 
Beautiful. Beautiful. No, basically, if you have seen that Reddit subs subreddits are down. So well, have- wait, okay, let's let's start with why are they protesting? Because Reddit has increased their fees. For what? For so moderators of a subreddit. I have, I, have ne- I have never paid a dime when I've surfed Reddit. When you have a subreddit that has a certain amount of follow followers and stuff, you don't have to buy into this, but they do offer something that will help you kind of sift through some of the comments and make sure that there's nothing that violates the rules of that subreddit. Like you've signed up before, right? To a page, you follow a page and it'll say like, make sure you follow the rules. No, no, no. So basically they have like an AI that that goes through those rules and make sure that everybody in the subreddit is posting accordingly and will automatically remove things that well, go then what against the, them. Then what is the point of having a moderator? So you can feel cool, I guess, or come up with the idea of what a certain subreddit is. But uh, so saying so saying you're a Reddit moderator is the extent of having a blue check on Twitter. Yeah, maybe a little worse though. <laughs> But there are some big ones out there that have like millions and millions of people that subscribe to it, right? So obviously the extra hand from the AI is nice and worth paying for, but you also don't necessarily need it. And good news, though, if you like the Winnipeg subreddit, Honeydale for the Soul, that one is officially back up and running. It was down for a few days. So hang on a sec. So you go and you create a page and you ask Reddit to implement a certain amount of rules, and if you get a certain amount of followers in order to enforce those rules, me, as the person that's using the software or using the website, have to pay Reddit? Yes, that's an option, yes. Yeah, if you it's want their option. help. If you want their help. And that's what they are protesting against, the fact that they don't want to pay? Yes. And so, in protesting, they're trying to shut down the pages that they moderate? I mean, in theory, yes, it's not a good plan, but they're like, we're going to protest because we have so many followers on this page. And Reddit's like, we don't care. We're just going to remove you. Okay. <laughs> like, we don't think need I, you. We don't need I the think, moderator. I think I understand it now, and I think it's stupid. Yeah, well, I would agree. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. Something a little controversial was given the stamp of approval yesterday. How that's going to affect your daily life after this. First, though, fruit picking season is coming up a lot faster than usual, given the temperatures we've had lately. Um, There's a number of farms that are planning to be open. Bring your baskets, bring the kids, bring your hands or whatever it is you used to pick. Uh, You'll just have to check which ones because not all of them are, but a good chunk are uh, already opening up very early in the season. The fashion gods have heard your prayers, Winnipeg, and Zara is coming. They've been posting job openings online for a new location at CF Polo Park. We will uh, be sure to give you more updates on when it's opening and uh, all that on another episode of Jasmine No Longer Has a Savings Account, coming soon to a credit union near you. The bill requiring major outlets like Google and Meta to pay for news content, uh, it has passed. It has passed. A number of these companies had done trial runs in protest for what it would look like to residents, and it involved blocking a a number of very major news sources. Though Minister Pablo Rodriguez says that they will be pushing back on the threats from Google and Facebook to remove journalism from their platforms. Winnipeg Blue Bombers were hosting the BC Lions last night at IG Field for week three of the CFL schedule. Spoiler alert. The family-sized taco in a bag was the highlight of the game. <laughs> Adams, pump fake, 
a look into the end zone. Coverage from Des Lawrence, and a flag does come out. The intended receiver was Hollins, and Lawrence, another big interference call working against this Winnipeg defense. Yeah, Bombers were kept out of the end zone for the entire game. Defense didn't do themselves any favors, and the Lions were all over the big blue. 30-6 to final for the Lions. Next action. The good, here's the good news. Okay. <laughs> the, uh, good news for you. The uh, the pressure of a perfect season, don't got to worry about that anymore. We, we, we took one loss, so we don't have to worry about going a perfect 18-0. You know what? That's almost a blessing, though, in itself. Like, it's like a goaltender lighting in that first goal to get the pressure of the shutout out of the way. Yeah. Next action for the Bombers is Canada Day in Montreal, taking on Les Alouettes. PGA Tour and the Travelers Championship from TPC Highlands, just south of Hartford, Connecticut. Rory McIlroy at the par 3 eighth with a five iron in his hand, facing down a 218-yard pin. Now Rory. Oh, do it, do way. it, do it. Well, that's one way to solve the putting woes. <laughs> Take the putter out of the equation. An ace! A hole <laughs> in one. What? Just the way. Hey! Hey! hey. Yeah, you lo- love seeing a hole in one. Have you ever seen one before? I actually don't know that I have in person. If you don't know if you have, then you haven't. Because yeah, if, you, be if you've seen one, it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Rory would finish day one, eight shots back of the leader, Denny McCarthy, who was a stroke away from history. An opening round of 60 to lead the pack at 10 under on 18. He had a a shot into the green and just missed the eagle by inches. But a 60, pretty darn good. Top Canadian is Corey Connors at 3 under par. Again, Denny McCarthy leading at 10 under. Winnipeg Goldeyes also took a loss last night in Winnipeg as the Lincoln Salt Dogs edged the fish 6-5. Goldeyes are back at it tonight hosting the Gary South Shore Railcats. 6-30 opening pitch. From Shaw Park. Next hour, we'll let you know who went first overall in the NBA draft. Everyone kind of knows who it was if you follow the NBA, and we'll let you know how the Raptors did with the 13th overall pick. All that coming up next hour in sports. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler. For June 23rd, 2023. Britney Spears fans are speculating if the pop star will make a surprise appearance at this year's Glastonbury Festival. The rumors first arose following a recent interview with Elton John on BBC in which he teased that some special guests would be joining him during his closing headline set this Sunday at Glastonbury. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm... I've got the set list down. I've got rehearsal dates booked for the guest artists. When he failed to share any details on the guest he had lined up, some fans were quick to speculate which potential artist could take the stage. The rumors arose after they released the collaborative single Hold Me Closer last August, a mashup of her 1992 track The One and his 1972 hit Tiny Dancer, marking Britney's first new music since her 13-year conservatorship ended. The stepson of a missing billionaire on the Titanic submarine who attended a Blink-182 concert amid the rescue efforts has hit back at criticism from Cardi B. Brian Cezaz is the stepson of Hamish Harding, one of five people on board the Titan submarine, which lost contact at the weekend after aiming to travel to the wreck of the Titanic off the coast of Newfoundland. Cezaz hit headlines this week when he attended a date on Blink-182's reunion tour. 
However, the move attracted criticism from Cardi B. You're supposed to be at the house sad. You're supposed to be crying for me. You're supposed to be right next to the phone waiting to hear any updates about me. You're supposed to be uh, counseling your mom and shit. Like, isn't it sad that you a whole fucking billionaire and nobody gives a about you? Like, you missing and motherfucker ready to shake at concert. That's crazy. I'd rather be broke and poor, but knowing that I'm loved. Sazaz replied with a since-deleted tweet saying, quote, What a POS trashy celeb. Cardi B trying to get clout off me and my family suffering. I went to a Blink-182 concert for coping rather than sitting at home and watching the news. Shame on you, Cardi. Get some class. And finally, Sylvester Stallone has revealed that Adele was so intent on keeping the star's Rocky statue when buying his home that she was willing to walk away from the deal altogether. The British singer bought the actor's L.A. mansion last year for a reported $58 million, which features a statue of Stallone's iconic character from the boxing franchise overlooking the pool. In a new interview with the Wall Street Journal, Stallone revealed that he originally wanted to take the statue with him when he moved. But Adele told Stallone... Quote, that's a no deal. That's going to blow the whole deal, unquote. The actor eventually let the singer keep the statue. According to TMZ, Adele is now completely renovating the L.A. home. Stallone said of the Renos, quote, I like what she's doing. She's making it gorgeous, unquote. That's music news you can use for June 23rd, 2023. I'm Dave Wheeler. Wheeler in the morning. Later on in the show, we have a grand prize draw to give away... For a brand new Soda Stream jet. No, not an actual jet. I don't want anyone getting confused. We're not giving you a jet. That's just the name of this new Soda Stream. It's very sleek. It's very sexy. It looks it looks like a jet, but it sits on your counter. Yeah. And this is this is going to carbonate your uh, your liquids. So if you don't have a Soda Stream, or if you have a Soda Stream and you know how awesome they are, you can get a brand new one and maybe gift your old one to your neighbor or to a friend or bring it into work and say, "Hey, I'm donating my old Soda Stream." Because I got a new soda stream. Huh? Now, the beauty part about the soda stream is you get to carbonate your drinks. We've established that. The hard part about carbonating your drinks is, is once your tank is done, it's kind of a pain in the butt to go get it filled back up. A big pain mm, in the butt. And Soda Exchange wants to change that. So mm. Soda Exchange is a company here locally that is going to, very similar if you have water delivery, like if you know the, the big jugs, like if you have like the water cooler and you like getting the big jugs delivered, same idea. You leave the empty ones out on your front doorstep. They sing by in a Tesla. Grab your old ones. Replace them with the new ones. If you have three or more canisters, absolutely free delivery. $5 if you have two or less. And the beauty part is it saves you the hassle of trying to remember it when you go to the grocery store to get it filled back up. And it saves on um, your pocketbook because it's yeah. half price compared to the grocery store. And if you do, if you have three canisters or more, it's free delivery, which is awesome. So it literally is going to cost you nothing. And uh, then if you have two, one or two, it's only like $5 delivery. So if you have three or more, it's going to be free delivery. Just to reiterate that for the third time. If you have two or three or more canisters, it's absolutely free delivery that they deliver in a Tesla. We're from Winnipeg. We love free, Dave. All you have to do is send the word soda exchange via text. Soda exchange, all one word, to 204-452-1061. You're going to get a bounce back, and it's going to explain everything for you, and it's going to get you into that draw that we're doing later on this morning for that brand-new Soda Stream Jet. And if you go to the Soda Exchange website and use the code ENERGY106, 
you're going to get 10% off, which makes it even more affordable mm-hmm. for you to have all of the carbonated drinks that you want on the patio or at home this summer. The grand prize draw for that coming up a little bit later on here in the show. But right now, right now for the early morning crowd on a Friday on my wedding anniversary and the day before Jasmine Lane's birthday and the day before Travis Ridgeon's birthday, my co-host on the Slang in the Biscuit podcast. Did you guys know you share a birthday? We sure did. Yep. No, you you do, and you you will continue to. Well, that's 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 maybe not he's going gonna to change. change his birthday. I don't know. No, no, you guys will continue <laughs> to have the same birthday moving forward. Uh, we are going to give away a one hundred dollar gift card to Victoria Park Medi Spa. Victoria Park Medi Spa, two zero four four five two one zero six one. Right now, if you would like to play the one eight hundred game, are you comfortable playing the one eight hundred game, Jasmine? Because you're on the ones and twos as today. As long as you tell me what numbers to type, absolutely. All right, so here's how this works. We're going to get somebody on the phone. We're going to get your name. You get to pick the prefix as far as toll-free numbers, and there's a, there's a few of them, uh, including 1-800-188. No, 1-900. Those are trouble. Very trouble. What's your name on the phone? Hello. Hello. Three, two, one. Watch, that's probably my error. Um, okay, we will try again. <clears throat> 204 452 1061. Hello, hello. I'm clearly pressing something incorrectly. Hello, what's your name? <laughs> All right, we're going to send in a text. Send- oh. oh, we have someone there. Okay, what's your name on the phone? All right. We're going to do this via text at 204-452-1061. First person to text in and tell me how many years I've been married for as of today. How many years have I been married to the wonderful, beautiful, talented, amazing Candace Ray? Anyone who gets the correct answer will be in a draw. <laughs> for one what we just got one text he said just said too long mm, not long enough oh. is the right answer on that one uh 204-452-1061 all the correct answers will be into a draw we will contact you via text and we'll give you a 100 dollars gift card to victoria park medispa for you to spend on yourself we'll take a break we'll come back loud line and we kick off hour two with lady gaga Energy 106 presents The Loud Line. Leave a message for Wheeler, Jasmine, and Tyler. Call 204-478-8040. 204-478-8040. Wheeler in the morning. Weekdays on Energy 106. Good morning, Wake Up Crew. And a happy Friday. I made it through the week. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'm so happy. It's Friday again already. And one more weekend till the long weekend. Oh, my God. I can't wait. I have a question for Jasmine. Oh. Uh, you are such a good gardener. Um, how do I keep down all of those dang blasted Canada thistles that are in my garden? Can you come and help me pick them? <laughs> Lulu, I'm sure, would have lots of fun. She would be able to run around in my backyard and all kinds of stuff. So, Jasmine, can you come help me pick my weeds out of my garden? Yeah, Lou would help pick, too. Please, 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 please. Okay, guys. Anyways, have a great weekend, everybody. It's going to be a beautiful weekend. No more rain. Sorry, I almost said snow. We're not in BC. But anyways, guys, have a great weekend. Hugs and kisses.
Yeah, this is the same kind of method I use, and I'm like, yeah, mop floor. I don't get it. I, I I just don't understand this process. Can you can you show me how this is done, and then I just keep asking to show how it's done over and over and over. So the weed picking, I don't know how to pick weeds. Can you come over and show me? Brilliant, smart move. That's a veteran move, Martha. Well done. I genuinely love picking weeds. It's very therapeutic. But you need to get one of those little uh, those weed bed things, those fabric rolls. You can buy them everywhere right now. A lot of places are clearing them out. Put them under under this, or I guess on top of the soil, and then put like some mulch or something on top of them, boom, you won't have weeds for like two years at least. That's all an option. Uh, it is Friday, so that means that means something. Hi, happy Friday. It's officially the first weekend of the summer. Woo-hoo. Hooray, hooray, hooray. And hey, so man. for today, I have two facts for you and a funny. First fact, uh, did you know that 50% of Everyone in Canada makes up half of the population. What? Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> and Dave, uh, take this one home to Candace. Maybe this will continue on your discussion of 70% of the Earth is water. Virtually none of it is carbonated. So the Earth is indeed flat. And the funny for the day. Uh, mm, guy goes like upstairs at night, gets in bed. Girl says, you're drunk, aren't you? He says, what makes you think that? And she says, because you live next door. Ah. Have a good weekend. <laughs> you can ah, call like the loud line anytime about anything. Here's the number. Oh, the chemical solution of really, really, really spicy hot mm. sauce is something that I absolutely love. I've loved hot sauce for a long time. I started off with a little bit of Tabasco on my eggs in the morning and then my love affair grew from there and now i've done everything under the sun when it comes to hot sauce including the bomb the last dab all the ones that you see on the popular show hot ones with sean evans which is a show that i've followed from almost day one like way back in the dark ages of this show when they had not even b-list celebrities like we're talking like very obscure youtubers and content providers and some just comedians that you've never heard of before. And I loved it. I, I, I loved it because I thought Sean Evans was incredible at interviewing. I thought the reaction that he got, the way he, he structured his questions through the course of the wings, asking certain ones during the easy wings and then asking different questions and asking for more stories and just watching these people really open up. And it, it kind of took a layer of armor once they got into a more reputable position on on YouTube and, and people started ingesting the show, they started getting some bigger name celebrities. I mean, they've had everyone from Matt Damon to Tony Hawk. I mean, this season alone, they've got some huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge hitters on this show. And I don't know if it's me that's getting tired of the show, if it's the show that's losing its luster a little bit. What? I was not thinking you were going in that direction. Now, listen, I love this show. I love this show. Sean Evans, I think, is amazing. But I'm going to break you down the uh, the last few. Uh, We had Jake Gyllenhaal on about two months ago. He was a little over the top. It was entertaining, but a little over the top. Uh, Jason Sudeikis, who you'll know from uh, from Ted Lasso uh, on Apple TV, the uh, the soccer show. Mm -hmm. Uh, He was... It was okay. It was, I mean, I enjoyed listening to Jason Sudeikis. Melissa McCarthy was on last week. Uh, just finished playing Ursula in The Little Mermaid. And that one was okay. And then Jennifer Lawrence, I would say somewhere in my, my top 30 of uh, favorite actors of all time was mm-hmm. on. And it was okay. Uh, now, maybe, maybe my standards are getting set too high. I don't know, but it's just coming across as okay. It's just a, 
a medium wing that's not really overly spicy and do you f- I'm going to what do you feel like the the okay portion is the host or the guests I think it's a combination of some of the guests coming in knowing what to expect now because I mean they've kind of pulled the veil off there's no surprise it's like yep you're eating spicy wings I was like oh I've heard about this one oh I've watched the show before but as I say that out loud I've seen people come on that know the show very, very well and still put on an entertaining 20 minutes to half hour of, of content on YouTube. It, it, it's not Sean Evans. He's still a great interviewer. He still asks great questions. We still learn things that you don't really know. And I'll be honest with you, there's some people that I've watched on that show that I've come to like a little bit more. There's mm-hmm. some that I've kind of went, nah, maybe I don't like that person as much as I thought I did. There's some things that I learned about somebody that I never knew about. So I don't think it's Sean Evans. He continues to be the rock on that show when it comes to great interview questions. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if it's just the season, hmm. but it's just it's just okay. I, I don't even want to say mediocre. It's just okay. Do you find yourself almost bored while watching it? No, but I don't get the giggles as much. I don't get the, oh, here we go. They're about to bite into the bomb. Could that also be because you have watched it for so long and you're just kind of now like, I know what to expect. Listen, I've been watching Star Wars Mm, since I was born. I don't get tired of that. And they've had some very mediocre uh, installments. Dave had a projector set up in the womb. Crazy. Uh, (laughs) Uh, The I don't know. I I mean, I love the show and I will continue to watch. I'm not unsubscribing by any stretch. But I mean, Jennifer Lawrence, I mean, she was uh, she was delightful. She wasn't a bad guest. Well, I mean, she wasn't a bad guest. Yeah. She and Sean. Sean didn't ask bad questions. It's just, it's just okay. I feel like you kind of hit the nail on the head there with the guests knowing what they're getting into, right? Because before, maybe they had never tried some of those hot sauces before. They really didn't like it, and then that can get so much more personality out. Whereas now, it's like, yeah, I know it's gonna suck. Let's go. One thing I will say, if I can. Um... If I can gush over Jennifer Lawrence a little bit, I've been following her career for for quite some time now. I mean, all the way back to uh, The Hunger Games. But she's in a new movie that opens up today called No Hard Feelings, which mm-hmm. is an R-rated comedy, which is like an albatross these days in Hollywood. I mean, even, even trying to get one of these R-rated comedies greenlit is next to impossible just because of how woke society has gone and nobody kind of wanna wants to dip their toe yeah. in that water. No with jokes. A, yeah. It, it, well, I mean, jokes, but I mean, you can't have that over-the-top, really absurd kind of stereotypes situation. or anything yeah, yeah. so uh, th- this one i'm looking forward to seeing i don't think i'm going to be able to get away with convincing my wife to go see it on our anniversary by any stretch <laughs> i don't think that's an anniversary type movie but that one's definitely going to uh be tops on my list to try and get to the theater next week in the afternoon to go see a matinee because they're just so they're so rare they're so rare these days and she even said that uh the writer and director of this movie uh she talked about it saying um they saw, like, he actually saw, I don't know if you know the synopsis of the story, but the idea is this, this, uh, married couple have a, a son who's coming of age and he's a, he's, he's very, he's a recluse. He's kind of a nerd. He doesn't go out and meet girls or boys or anybody. And so they said, she's, she's in financial trouble. She lost her car, got repoed. She's a waitress. And so she's like, I need money. Sees this ad saying, we'll pay a huge amount of money. If you take our son out and um, <laughs> help him become a man, 
for lack of a better term. And this was an, actually an ad somewhere on Craigslist. And they started laughing about how funny they thought that would be in a movie. And he's like, I'll write the movie if you star in it. And she said, great. And they really went over the top from what I understand in this film. So it's, of course, it's got that lighthearted aspect to it. But yeah, just a really raunchy R-rated comedy, which, like I said, is a rarity these days. So I'm looking forward to going and, and seeing that one at this point. Is this, is this showing up on your radar at all? Oh, heck yes. I feel like you said, it's been a long time since we've had something nice and raunchy. And uh, I feel like the last thing I saw in theaters that was raunchy was probably like Sausage Party with it being foul. Um, and I, I, yeah, I'm super game for it. I also, too, because there's that movie with uh, Sarah Jessica Parker where and Matthew McConaughey. And uh, and it's kind of a similar concept where the parents hire somebody to to come in. Yeah, that's a failure to launch. Yeah. Like so. And I loved that movie. So I'm like, oh, yeah, like a better version of that. I'm in super down. I'm surprised Candace doesn't want to watch that. She has the most beautiful laugh. (laughs) I haven't asked her and I wouldn't dare because I like I said, I I don't know if uh, if if I've explained this before or not, but. Uh, my wife and I alternate duties as far as organizing anniversaries, and uh, today is our 11th. And well, by the way, who won the um, the hundred dollar gift oh. uh, gift card to Victoria Park Medi Spa? Yeah, I guess I probably could have said that. Guessing uh, what? How many years? Sorry, Dave and Candace have been married. It was David Dola, 11 oh. years, baby. Congratulations, hundred dollars to spend at Victoria Park Medi Spa. So uh, we, we she, I, I love this about her. She's like, I, I think it's unfair that men are always on the hook for having to. Uh, organize the anniversary she goes you're you're in a partnership it should be a shared duty so she takes the even years i take so i take the odd years she takes the even years so i get all the milestones uh but this is her year this is her year to organize so i am looking forward to seeing what she has planned for us for our anniversary tonight but it's interesting the going back to the the albatross of the the r-rated comedy i remember uh the hangover being Mm -hmm. nominated for best picture i mean it's not like there's this this ta- it's a taboo or anything at one point they were considered uh tropic thunder was like another one that was dominated. that was nominated yeah yeah and people love going to see them and all of a sudden they just went the way of the dinosaur so this one could be uh i hope is a resurgence in that genre of movie making it's called no hard feelings and it opens up today in theaters jennifer lawrence on the most recent episode of hot ones again i love her i love sean evans i love the show but this season is just okay it's okay. Ah, well, that okay. sucks. I mean, they're 21 seasons in, so I don't know. Maybe something eventually you had to give. We'll take a break. We'll come back. I'll tell you how the uh, Toronto Raptors did in the NBA draft last night, and we'll preview the Toronto Blue Jays game. A certain somebody's going to be at that game tonight. I'll tell you about that right after Jasmine Lane's news feed, which is next here on Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. All of the breaking news of the missing submarine, that is coming up in just a little bit. Some new reports also just kind of make the whole thing that much sadder. First, though, Canada Bread has been fined $50 million. They pled guilty to price fixing, which resulted in inflated prices for years. Can I also just... That's a lot of dough. (laughs) Can I just say also how Canadian this is? In the U.S., you got people being sued for for fixing elections. And in Canada, we got them being sued for fixing the price on bread. Oh, not necessarily. 3M is uh, going to be settling a $10 billion lawsuit about uh, about uh, forever chemicals that they're using in bottles uh, of water. Uh. 
It is officially uncuffing season when everyone who shacked up over the cold, harsh winter to feel less lonely and maybe save some money on blankets now wants to be single. Studies have shown 73% of people, even people in relationships, want to be single this summer. Curious. Are you uncuffing? What's the story? Why? Tell us everything. You can call the loud line 204-478-8040. And uh, lastly here, let's get into this Ocean Gate submarine catastrophe. Um, all five passengers had very high status and bits of the sub have been found. Everyone on board has been presumed dead. Uh, bodies have not been recovered and they likely will not. Uh, it is being called a catastrophic failure due to the structure of the submarine not being able to handle the pressure. And director James Cameron made a statement regarding the simul- similarities of this and the Titanic, which they were going to go explore. The captain did not listen to the warnings of the danger ahead and proceeded to go anyway. New reports also say that the U.S. Navy detected the implosion shortly after the sub lost contact on Sunday. Something's rotten in Denmark on this one. Yeah? Well, think about it. Yeah? Hang on. You, 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 never mind how many billionaires are in there. You, you got at least one. Can we agree on that? We got at least yeah. one billionaire in there, yes? Mm-hmm. What, do billi- what do billionaires not do? Get into tiny submarines. They don't. They don't spare an expense if it's something they really want. That's very true. Yeah. So why would okay. they be on this in the first place? Right. So why why would you go into? Yeah. That's why would you go in on board with a company that has had uh, situations where they're like, yeah, we consulted with this university, and the university's like, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. And 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 you've got a a ship that where you, where you get bolted in from the mm-hmm. outside, like basically they're nailing you into a coffin. And it's like four feet wide in there too and you're being crammed in with five other people. Eh. This and A company that has been sued for lying about the depth that its, uh, its submarine could go. Something's rotten in Denmark here. I don't know what it is. I don't know if they'll ever get to the bottom of it. No pun intended, but nothing about this seems right. NBA entry draft went down last night from Brooklyn, New York. San Antonio Spurs with the first overall pick and there was zero doubt about whose name was getting called first. With the first- First pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the San Antonio Spurs select Victor Wembanyama. Following in the footsteps of fellow Frenchman Tony Parker, who he idolized growing up. The seven foot four, 237 pound Frenchman comes off a couple of pro years in France. He is being called the not just the dra- best draft pick of this class, the best draft pick in a generation. Whoa. Seven foot four, two hundred and seven, uh, two hundred and thirty-seven pounds. How old is he? Do you know? Nineteen. Nineteen. Toronto, Toronto Raptors had the thirteenth over. Pardon me. Yeah. <laughs> blessings, wow. blessings. Toronto, Toronto Raptors had the thirteenth overall pick in the draft and looked to the Jayhawks to provide some help from beyond the three-point line. With the thirteenth pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Toronto Raptors select Grady Dick. From the University of Kansas. Grady Dick is a large dick measuring six foot eight inches and 205 pounds. That's an 80 inch dick if you're doing the math. This dick can go deep. Dick oh, averaged over 40% from beyond the arc and left everyone pleased in Kansas. <laughs> Toronto Blue Jays are at home tonight starting a three game set with the Oakland Athletics. If you're watching the game, keep an eye out for our very own Tyler Carr who will be in attendance tonight. 607 opening pitch from downtown Toronto.
I'm Dave Wheeler, and this is your weekly web wrap. Sade's track, Smooth Operator, is making a comeback on TikTok. Use the sped up audio to showcase a smooth moment, transition, or trick shot. The trend has over 200,000 hashtags on TikTok. Nintendo dropped a 43-minute Nintendo Direct video to YouTube previewing their upcoming releases. Onward and upward. (laughs) Super Mario Wonder was the highlight of the premiere, as well as an update for Mario Kart 8 and a new Princess Peach game all coming this year. The hashtag Titanic dominated Twitter this past week as the search for the submarine holding five passengers went missing after an expedition to the famed Titanic site off the coast of Newfoundland. Veteran explorers say the cruise conditions are dire if they happen to be on the ocean floor where temperatures are near freezing. Rescue workers have been following sonar sounds but can't be sure if it's from the Titan sub. Spotify podcast host Bill Simmons took shots at Meghan and Harry this week in regards to the Royals losing their $20 million deal with Spotify. I wish I had been involved in the Meghan and Harry leave Spotify negotiation. (laughs) The grifters. That's the podcast we should have launched with them. The Bill Simmons podcast averages 4 million downloads on Spotify per month. Tucker Carlson is continuing his show on Twitter despite a cease and desist from Fox Broadcasting. He set his sights on the president and his son Hunter Biden on the most recent upload. What does Hunter Biden do for a living now? This is a man with no obvious job and of course zero skills. He spent midlife smoking crack. The 14-minute clip has over 4 million views in less than a week on Twitter. And finally, Hot Ones welcomes Jennifer Lawrence to the Spicy Wing YouTube show. I feel like I'm gonna die! I know, I get it. Jennifer Lawrence is promoting her new movie, No Hard Feelings, which is released in theaters today. That is your weekly web wrap. I'm Dave Wheeler. Uh, I'm not quite at the point of my marriage where we're going on uh, separate vacations for our anniversary, but I would, like, this is usually the time where she's out for her morning walk. Uh, sometimes, all depending on what kind of uh, mood she's in with me, sometimes she listens to the show online at energy106.ca. Sometimes she doesn't, but just in case she is this morning, I want to say a very happy 11th wedding anniversary to my amazing wife, who we were laying in bed last night going, does it feel like 11 years? Some days it feels like longer. Some days it feels like shorter. Some days it feels like exactly 11 years. And 11 years today, and I think back to... What did I do on my wedding day? And I remember waking up really early. We were out very late. Well, I shouldn't say out. We were up very late, me and my groomsmen at my place when I was living in St. James. And then we got up really early, went out and played a very early morning round at Bell Acres Golf and Country Club. And then went to the Fort Gary Hotel. And actually, the best part was is watching all of my grooms and try and put on kilts in the locker room at Bell Lakers Golf and Country Club, <laughs> uh, who had never put on kilts before, and trying to watch a bunch of guys figure out how to uh, get a kilt on that was that was entertaining. And explaining how regimental works. Do you know what? Do you know how regimental I, no, works? I don't. Fill me in. Regimental means that you're just wearing the kilt. Oh, okay. That's it. Yeah. There'd be no protection underneath. <laughs> yeah. I actually ringing the bell. Ringing the bell was the was the line of the morning. Just ringing the bell. Do we have time at some point, maybe in the eight o'clock, to get a little sentimental? I got some questions for you, Dave. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. We'll get into the primetime hour after we do this. Wait. 
What? Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. There's a bit, it's interesting sometimes when, you know, you hear all sorts of things online about what you assume is the most corruption, the most illegal thing, the things that governments are really worried about. And you'll read headlines and it's like, oh, okay, that's the scariest thing in the news today. Um, it's kind of funny. I Actually, I had a wire transfer done recently. And the last time I did one was about three years ago. And when you do wire transfers, they usually will ask you quite a lot of questions because wire transfers are very common for pushing money illegally. And um, the first time I did so it... Are you saying you're pushing money illegally? Is that what you're saying? No. Is that what you're admitting to right now? <laughs> no, I am not. Um, but they, the first time that I did this three years ago, all the questions were regarding narcotics. It was all like, have you ever done? Do you know anybody who does? Do you have anybody in jail for it in your family or anything like that? Um, and this time around, all of the questions were about political things. Do you have a judge in your family? Have you ever been involved or affiliated with a political party? Has anybody in your family been with a political party? And it's interesting to kind of see the shift of the crime that uh, is is really out there, because when you think of crime, I feel like you don't often think that political corruptness is actually like as popular and as big of a deal to the government as it is. And uh, this story here also made me feel that way when you think of the dark web what what is like the first thing of like what are people buying off of the dark web that comes to mind for me it would be like kidneys or something you know it's kind of the black market what's in the black market trade probably body parts and narcotics Unfortunately, it's a little more, it's a little darker than that. There's a lot of uh, human trafficking that goes on in the depths of those sites. That as well. Also gross. Um, But chat GPT is currently the most popular thing that people are buying and selling on the dark web. And it's stolen accounts, hacked accounts of chat GPT users. And if you're like, huh? Why is that popular? In the same way that there's data breaches and stuff, hackers have actually found a really big market to sell your saved conversations because ChatGPT saves them and your login credentials as well because there are so many people from all kinds of walks of life, all kinds of professions that have disclosed pretty compromising information to get a a, a relevant response back from chat GPT on what they should do in certain situations. So there's like lawyers, developers, doctors, vaccine creators, like you name it, who have chat GPT accounts and have shared a lot of things that they probably shouldn't be sharing with chat GPT to get answers that they don't have. And now hackers are going into those accounts because they just want to gather all the data and see what the heck is really going on in the world. And they're like selling them to the competitors and all this stuff. And it's actually a huge market which I was really surprised about. ChatGPT, uh, the most popular thing sold on the black market right now. Uh, not surprising. I mean, look at it this way. A lot of times, like as you said, when you get asked questions about whether you're going to do a wire transfer or whatnot, they'll ask you you know, some pretty inter- pretty personal information. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, if somebody could get uh, medical records about somebody's uh, kidney surgery, uh, say, can you please confirm to me when is the last time you uh, had kidney surgery? People say, oh, June 23rd, you know? And so they, they all that kind of information allows the person on the other end of the line to have a little more trust going, oh, they must have my information, so they must know who I am, and this must be legit and reputable. So there's a lot of nefarious ways to get into somebody uh, into somebody's bank account through personal information. So, yeah.
personal information data breach that's not going away, going away anytime soon if you have ever asked something to your chat gpt that you're now afraid might get out we would love to hear that story uh you can call the loud line 204-478-8040 all right, what do you got planned for your birthday weekend, Jasmine Lane? You know, I initially didn't have any plans at all. Steven's out of town again, so I was like, oh, I'll just hang out at home. I am working at uh, Rogers Air Source tomorrow, St. Vitale Mall. Come say hi. Um, but outside of that, I ended up having a little bit of a party planned for me by uh, my sister and some of her friends. We share a lot of the same friends. So, yeah, I think I'm just going to go hang out at the house. There's um, we're, and hopefully a pool day, weather permitting. I invited a slew of super random people, and uh, it'll be a good time, I think. That's about it. You don't you don't sound very confident in that. <laughs> I honestly, I don't know who exactly is coming yet. Like, I invited nine people. My friend Jenna, she her birthday is a few days after mine, and so when she found out that my birthday was on the 24th, she's like, hey, want to do a joint birthday party? And I'm like, I would be inviting all the same people you would be anyway. So yeah, for sure, let's do that. Um, but I'm not actually sure who is actually coming since it was so last minute. We only planned this, like, yesterday. Um, but it, no, it should be a, a really lovely day. I'm at the point in my life, though, where um, I don't want to get old, and I don't even, like, remember how old I am half the time. So I'm I'm this could maybe be my last birthday that I celebrate and then I'm okay with just, you know, never changing my age again. Let me some impose some old man wisdom on you. Old is the more the more you have anxiety about it, the worse it's going to get. So old is the goal. Wear it like a badge. Embrace it. Look at it this way. Look at it this way. I, I didn't I didn't I don't feel like I got the amount of respect that I deserve from my peers until I hit 40. Really? Especially in this industry. I don't yeah, know that's like, You're always looked at as a kid. Oh, yo, you don't, you're just a kid. Oh, you're just a kid. Which is so, funny for you because you're Dave Wheeler. You've achieved wear, great things. Wear it like a badge. Wear it like a badge. Every single year you gain a little more wisdom. You gain a little more knowledge. You gain a, a little more wherewithal. Don't be afraid of it. Embrace it. I don't know why. Ever since I, I remember turning 16, and most people are really excited for their 16th birthday, and I remember feeling stressed. Like I was like, whew. I'm 16 in two years. I'm going to be 18. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to buy a house at 18. I don't even have a job yet. Like just that. I've always disliked getting older for whatever reason. Which actually is funny because, as you said, you know who I am today, and every single year it is just incredible how much we change and grow and adapt new things and and just flourish. Um, and and that's a really beautiful part of life. And I'm grateful for that part, but. Dang, I hate seeing, you know, the 90s on my license. I feel like kids that were born in 2000 are like 23. What? Like, it's just it's weird to think about. But uh, it, it is what it is. Well, listen, as a guy who doesn't celebrate his birthday and never really enjoyed celebrating his birthday, even when I was a kid, my parents were like, so what do you want to do with your birthday? I was like, nothing. They're like, no, no, you should we'll have a bowling party or something. By the way, I took the kids bowling yesterday. Um, had a great Fun. time. I, lo- I love uh, Uptown Alley. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't celebrate birthdays. And the reason why is because I don't understand why you would celebrate something that you had nothing to do with. If you want to celebrate. <laughs> no, seriously, that's why I, I always say, if you want to celebrate my birthday, call my mom. She's the one that did the work. She was in labor for 40 plus hours. That's the one that deserves the accolades. Yeah, I just came out screaming and pooping. That's yeah, and I, I don't even remember the day. I don't even remember the first <laughs> handful of them. Why would I celebrate that? Hey, let's celebrate something you don't remember. <laughs> so for me, I mean, I'd rather celebrate a day where, you know, I accomplished something or I learned something or I met somebody or, you know, things like that. And then today is the day I celebrate my 11th wedding anniversary. To me, that's an that's accomplishment. 
It is an accomplishment because you don't get a manual when you get married. No one, uh, no one hands you something saying this is how it's going to go. This is how you need to do it. And this is how it's going to be successful. You figure it out as you go along. I and. I'm curious for you because, you know, it's one of those things and uh, I've known you for many years now. And whenever somebody will be like, oh, so what are Dave and Candace like? What's Dave like? What's Candace like? People ask that all the time when they find out what I do for a living. And my answer for, you know, the last seven years has always been like they are so stinkingly in love. And like I have never, ever in my life known a man that just loved his wife as much as you do like like the respect you have for her the pedestal she's on in your life like it's really inspiring and it's something that I feel so many people that come from broken homes and they feel like they're never going to get that or they don't want to get married because they're afraid of getting divorced or whatever it may be and you and Candace together of course you have ups and downs highs and lows like anybody else but you you just really found a way to make it work and I I've always I've always had so much respect for you guys for that and for you especially just the way you talk about her and stuff like it is it's so it makes you so happy to see that uh, I will say, I actually, I'll quote Bert Kreischer, uh, stand up comedian. He's, he's, the, he's the topless guy. He says, I hate how much I love my wife <laughs> because, and, and, and I understand when he says that, because if you do know anything about me, if there's one thing I hate, if there's one thing that I love, it's being right. If there's one thing I hate, it's being wrong. And there's a lot of times where I'd have to sit down and say, I effed up. I effed up and I was wrong. And I am very sorry. And I, I love her so much that I'm willing to do that with a little bit of uh, a little bit of a nudge sometimes. Mm-hmm. But regardless of, of where we are in our emotional journey through this marriage, I love the fact that I get to see all of those angles of not only myself, but of her. And it's a journey. There's not every day that's going to be sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. There's some days that are going to be ugly and gross, but those are the days that you have to appreciate too because you can't have the goods without the bads. And I know that sounds very cliche, but it's it's 11 years and we are not even a a fraction into into our marriage. But um, if I can give any piece of advice to anybody who's just starting off their marriage who think, we're just going to be in love forever. It's going to be the honeymoon stage forever. It's not. And that's okay. You just got to find new ways to, uh, to love each other. And uh, I love doing that. I, I love figuring out new ways to make my wife smile or to make her happy. And uh, yeah, compromise is a big one. I know you'll hear that a lot, but compromise is a big one. I always wonder, and I don't want to take too much time on this, but there's, I find in my generation, what you guys have is so much harder to find because we live in the era of grass is always greener one swipe away. Um, I'm a believer grass is green wherever the heck you water it. Maybe add some fertilizer in there. I don't know. I hear that helps. Um, But I'm I I know so many friends that are really serious about their partners. I have friends that are married and they'll go through those ebbs and flows and the attitude I find is different because of it's like, "Oh, well we should just break up. I'll just join Tinder and I'll just meet somebody else." And it's like, "No. The whole purpose of marriage is like you guys are making a decision to stay together through thick and thin and there's 
for sure going to be times when you don't want to be with that person anymore. But that was your commitment that you made was this is who my life partner is. Um, You know, obviously, unless there's like some really nasty things going on behind the scenes. But in in most situations, it's like I I just find that people my age are really quick to give up and to stop trying because the option of something else being out there is so in our faces all the time. And that I know for me, even when I was first dating, um, that was really hard to kind of come to terms with. Because so many people are on those apps and you just you have so many options. You have too many options to the point where you can't focus on one option that's actually really good. And even when it's not good, it's okay. You can work towards it and and make it really good again. Um, And so, yeah, like I said, I have a a ton of respect for for both of you and and Uh, just how amazing you are, uh, especially to raising two young boys and they get to see that every day. It's just awesome. Here's what it comes down to. And this is really the crux of the whole thing. Regardless, regardless of who you meet and who you think you want to spend the rest of your life with, you're going to put up with a certain level of BS and they're going to put up with a certain level of yours. Can you deal with each other's BS? That's really what it comes down to, because everything on top of that is great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if you if you can deal with no, it's true, though. But if you can deal with each other's BS and know that it will pass and you'll get to the good stuff again sooner than later, then that's the one you hang on to. Well, happy anniversary, Dave. Well, happy birthday, Jasmine Lane. (gasps) Thank you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We'll do the grand prize draw for that Soda Stream Jet, courtesy of Soda Exchange. We'll do that before we hit 9 o'clock. Hang on. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. We are always available for contact a bunch of different ways. You can DM us on our social media platforms. You can email us. Those number, those uh, emails are available at energy106.ca. You can text in live for the show anytime at 204-452-1061. You can call the loud line, leave a voicemail, 204-478-8040. All week long, we've been asking you to text in with the keyword soda exchange then you get a bounce back explaining to you how your life is changing oh your life is changing if you like carbonated drinks Mm. you no longer have to buy them in bulk at the costco and pick up a big pallet no you can do them right in the house and i know soda stream is not a new thing i get it but after that canister is done you gotta go oh canister is done now what do i do do i fart into it no you have to go and get it filled up and that's a pain in the butt so soda exchange is a company that's going to treat the canister, the uh, the uh, gasified canister that you use for your soda stream, no different than uh, you're getting your water delivered. If you have a if you have one of those water coolers, they're going to pick them up, drop them off, contactless delivery. All you have to do is send a text message to two zero four four five two one zero six one with the keyword soda exchange, all one word. If you use Energy one zero six as a promo code at their website, you get ten percent off three or more canisters, free delivery, half the price of getting it filled up at the store, and they deliver it right to your door. Everyone, every single person who texted in this week was into a draw for a brand new Soda Stream jet. Not an actual jet that flies, a Soda Stream that sits on your counter. And we have our winner right now, Jasmine Lane. Our winner is Nicole Watts. Yay! I'm going to keep doing this until I press the button. Good job, Nicole Watts. Proud owner of a soda stream. And don't forget that soda stream that's gone into the cupboard where things go to die. You can pull that back out, contact soda exchange and get that thing working again. Because boy, oh boy, I, if you're anything like our household, you're looking to pinch a few pennies here and there, trying to save some money and uh, not having to buy the, uh, the large pallet of carbonated drinks. You can make them right there in your home and know that you're not going to run out of that, uh, that canister of gas because 
Soda Exchange is going to bring it to you and replace them for half the price of the big box store. That's and if you have three or more canisters, it's absolutely free. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, it, it's kind of similar to when I first saw a 3D camera. You know, when they shoot 3D movies in IMAX? Yeah. And I said, you know that it, you, you picture a normal camera, right? Okay, yeah. How many, how many lenses does it have? Like a one. One, right. Guess what a 3D camera has? Two lenses. You know why? Because we have how many eyes? Two of them. And I just went, oh, why? we're so dumb. Why did it take us so long to figure that out? I feel the same way about Soda Exchange. Why did it take us so long to figure out that we can d- d- deliver these canisters? Yeah, seriously. And at, the cost is just incredible. You can check out all the details on Soda Exchange as well online, energy106.ca still. I'm actually really mind blown over the two lenses for 3D. Whoa. Doesn't that make sense, though? I Doesn't it feel- make you feel dumb when you think, why haven't we figured that out sooner as society? Yeah I, yeah, I don't feel good about myself right now. Okay, listen, coming up here in sports, Jasmine Lane, I'm going to ask you to do a little bit of the hard work here. We're going to use the 630 clips, but we're also going to use the second clip from the 730 because I've okay. been getting text messages from people saying, hey, uh, missed your segment on the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I want to hear that again uh, if you missed it at 730. So that's coming up right after Jasmine Lane does her news feed next year on Wheeler in the Morning. Stand by. This is the news feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr. There are some not-so-great statistics coming out, but thankfully, there's something you can easily do to help, and it's also going to be a lot of fun for you, too. More details on that. First, the mural of the year goes to... The Centennial of St. James. You can see that on the east side of 1921 Portage Avenue. If you are still on the fence about your love for Harry Styles, this might settle it for you. He has gone viral on the internet again because he stopped his concert, literally stopped it after there was a pregnant fan and she was sitting within the first few rows and she had to go to the bathroom so bad, but she didn't want to miss any songs. So I don't know who signaled. He sang to her in the bathroom. (laughs) Somebody signaled that she had to pee and didn't want to miss anything or something like that. And he actually stopped. He put it on pause and he waited for her to go to the bathroom. And when she came back, the concert resumed. That's ridiculous. I think it's cute. Studies have indicated... Although, although I say in saying that, uh, I have to pause movies more often than not because either my wife can't, Ray has to pee, or the boys have to pee, or I have to pee, or I have to grab a drink, or I have to grab some chips, or whatever. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> Studies indicate that around half of all tourism operations in Canada are still very much struggling to stay afloat post-pandemic. So bad for some that if it doesn't improve, over 40% of them might have to cease their operations within the next few years. So, good news here. You can help out with this. We have a lot of good weekends coming up, and there are tons of different tours and things and attractions and all that stuff that you can do. All relatively affordable, some free. Um, Go check some of those out. Why not? Take the family. Go on a little edumacation of Winnipeg. See the city from new sites. Toronto Raptors had the 13th overall pick in the draft and look to the Jayhawks to provide some help from beyond the three-point line. With the 13th pick in the 2023 NBA draft, the Toronto Raptors select Grady Dick from the University of Kansas. Grady Dick is a large dick measuring six foot eight inches and 205 pounds. That's an 80 inch dick if you're doing the math. This dick can go deep with his balls. Dick averaged over 40% from beyond the arc and left everyone in Kansas pleased. You're welcome. I wasn't going to do that bit again, but due to popular response on the text line, you're welcome. 
The drive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's good though, right? It's that was really good. You know, when you got uh, when you got a Grady Dick playing on the Toronto Raptors, you might be. Uh, I'm just saying, you might be at risk of a Megasaurus. <laughs> oh, no, I thought it was funny, and then I got it even more. Oh gosh, I'm crying. Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the morning is broadcasting on Treaty One land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Denny peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.